Welcome into A to Z Sports. I am Zach Bingham. He is our Titans reporter, Sam Phelan, and we are A to Z Sports in the mornings. We are ready and raring to go, and we're ready and raring to go because of BetMGM, our title sponsor. They are the king of the sports book. They've got a deal for you coming up on the big dance coming up this, this weekend as we get into college basketball, the frenzy. So stay tuned for a deal for users that have already signed up. If you have not signed up, use that bonus code ATOZ Sports. Also, want to thank our presenting sponsors that make the show go round, including the Bone and Joint Institute. Don't fumble on your recovery. State of the art facility down there in Franklin, Tennessee. We love the Bone and Joint Institute. They give us great information with Doc Talks and more. They can help you out at the Bone and Joint Institute. FBHP.com. That's Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee. I switched my health plan last year. Carried it over into this year. You should switch yours too. Get a quote today at fbhp.com slash A to Z. Wilson County Hyundai, wilsoncountyhyundai.com has your perfect make and model. If you're in the market for a new or used vehicle, make sure that Wilson County Hyundai is on your list. Quick trip down I-40 exit 236 and run your pool. Runyourpool.com. We're going to be promoting a link Throughout the course of this week, we want everybody to join our pool. It is a special link. You can win prizes, and we are trying to build up as many A to Z sports fans in our bracket at runyourpool.com. We'll give you that link here shortly. That's run your pool. All right, Sam, let's get into it. I'll let you recap because, look, I know you have an affinity for the Bears. You're growing up in Chicagoland. What did you think about the trade and then – Talk, talk us through this trade because it's big-time blockbuster. We knew the Bears were going to trade the pick. They did not need a quarterback. They told us that a couple of weeks ago when they said, we're going to push our chips in on Justin Fields. We like his development. We like where it's headed. We've just got to surround him with better pieces and the near $100 million they had getting into this free, agents, free agency. The Bears are going to be active, but they're already active. Yeah, I mean, the Bears controlled the entire draft in a very unique position that Lovey Smith and the Houston Texans put them in by winning that final game. We're now a team that didn't need a quarterback, was in a draft position to trade down, and everything ran through Chicago. It was kind of hard to mock the rest of this draft and figure out where some of these top-end players were going to go because you didn't know who was going to be leading off the draft. So, the Bears had a couple of needs. We we know they have needs all over the field, but a couple of things that GM Ryan Poles really emphasized in this trade, you see the hall right here. The Bears got pick nine from Carolina, pick 39 in this year's draft, a 2024 first round pick, a 2025 second round pick, and wide receiver DJ Moore, which I think was the big shock here. The big thing that nobody really had was DJ Moore. Well, uh, I know one person that might have uh, predicted that to uh, kind of happen, Zach. I'll, uh, maybe the guy that's speaking right now. But uh, <laughs> the Bears, uh, really, really smart here by Ryan Poles, in my opinion. And I think most of the Bears fans are very happy because they needed a wide receiver. There's not one on the free agent market. Like, there's not really a great one in the draft either. So in terms of finding a number one for Justin Fields that you wanted to give him going into year three, they really – uh, capitalized on their fortunate draft position, went ahead, got their stud wide receiver, got a future first round pick, got some second round picks. Feels like a big win for them. Uh, and, and the report that came out shortly after the deal was agreed upon was 
Ryan Poles in Chicago were adamant that DJ Moore is included instead of a 2025 first round pick, which is what Carolina wanted to offer was that third first rounder in the deal as well. But that doesn't do them any good in 2025. You have to get Justin Fields help now. Uh, so they go ahead, they make the blockbuster move, and it really is going to continue to shake things up here at the top of the draft because nobody knows what Carolina is going to do. Yeah, and now you had Carolina say that they're open to trading back once they have their quarterback, and maybe they do a deal with the Houston Texans, right? Who knows how that happens, so they guarantee. So there are so many moving pieces because of the Texans beating the Colts at the end of the season. This shakeup continues to happen, and it will continue leading up to the end of April when – Kansas City hosts the NFL draft. You know, I, I think I, I look at this and I say, it makes a lot of sense for the Panthers to do this. They've got a new regime out Matt Rule in Frank Reich. He wants a new beginning. He had been dealing with old tread quarterbacks in Indy for a long, long time. And he wanted to start a different era under his, you know, his next coaching campaign with a young quarterback to see if he can develop. Now he's going to get the opportunity to do that. I think my big question that we may never know, there were some rumors swirling out, and all they were were rumors, that the Panthers and the Titans were flirting with possibly trading up for that number one overall pick. I'm curious to see how the Bears viewed that because you know the Titans are at 11. They're outside of the top 10. The Panthers were inside of the top 10 and they gave up a premier player that the Bears needed, which was DJ Moore. Here's my curiosity, yep. Sam. I'm going to throw this out there. The stars kind of align as far as timing is concerned. Do you think that Derek Henry could have been a part of those talks about the number one overall pick of being a part of a deal for the Bears because a player was involved. It was DJ Moore, and it makes a lot of sense that the Bears wanted that. But I look at the timing of when that rumor of shopping went out, and it kind of aligns, and then you heard the rumor of the Titans possibly maybe being in talks. Talks are just talks. You're just talking. You're not dating. You're not married. I kind of found that unique of maybe Derrick Henry could have been a part of that package because that's when that rumor came out. Do you ever think about that? No, I don't think it was Derrick Henry. And I, I don't know. The Bears have Khalil Herbert under contract going into the third year of his rookie deal. They really like what he's going to be. David Montgomery is a free agent. So, I mean, they're technically looking for a second running back. Derrick Henry want helps a quarterback because it, it it buys him time. The play action means more. It helps him in his development, big plays. I mean, we've seen success from that style of football from Ryan Tannehill, maybe not in the playoffs, but it works. I, I think this I is mean, my I, personal opinion. I think that the timing aligns. I think the value on Derrick Henry, though, like the trade value that's placed on him is what? Like at best a second round pick right now? Right. I mean, like one, like if you're a team trading for Derrick Henry, you're giving up a second rounder max, which like, part of the I'm deal. not sure they can it's get a part that. of the deal. 
Yeah, I think it is. Then this has been the stance that I've taken for a long time. I think Ryan Poles was saying it's Jeffrey Simmons or it's no deal, right? The Bears were very adamant about wanting to stay in the top four to get a run at Will Anderson or Jalen Carter potentially in the first round while also moving down and, you know, getting some other draft assets with a trade. Now, if a team like the Titans comes calling and you're looking at dropping out of the top 10, now you have to start figuring out, well, it's going to cost you more and it might cost you that premier player that I can then, uh, you know, justify not picking in the top four and picking at 11 instead, because I'm also getting Jeffrey Simmons, who they could then sign to the big contract that Je Big Jeff has always wanted. I thought that was a real, real possibility up until the news broke that Carolina uh, had traded up for the pick. But I feel like Simmons is more of Ryan Poles. There was no rumors about that, though. Like, the rumors True. were around Derrick Henry, and I think that's what I look into is Jeffrey Simmons has never been rumored to be trade bait. Now, we talk about it because – that makes sense with all of the moving parses, uh, you know, pieces. And we'll talk about Jeffrey Simmons later on in the show. But I did look at that Derrick Henry timing of this. And I said, hmm, I'm curious, you know, shopping. That would be considered shopping if he was included to talk about that number one overall pick. We don't know if that happened or not. They were all rumors. But it also now makes me curious is if that, in fact, was true, are the Titans – looking to move up if they're willing to move up to the number one overall pick are they willing to move up to the number three overall pick right well, well it's very different but and like they certainly you would have to think they're considering it like the thinking about moving up to number one is you know all the justification you need that they, maybe they are looking up to go get a franchise quarterback the problem with going to number three is that you don't know if your guy is going to be there. And that is really an interesting development that I think we're going to continue to see here. Uh, as this draft plays out, this is the draft order. As of right now, following this trade between the bears and the Panthers, you see the Titans uh, over there at 11 Carolina, Houston, Arizona, Indy as your top four, Zach, like you assume the Panthers are obviously going to go take their quarterback. I think the Texans will. I think the Colts will. But if it's the second, third guy on the board and you don't love him, then do you pass and go with a veteran? It's very, very interesting here down the line now. Carolina just kind of throws a wrinkle in everything. And the teams that thought were surefire quarterback destinations, well, what if your guy goes in front of you? You, you don't want to take one just to take one. And how does that throw off the rest of the draft? So, We've heard the Titans like C.J. Stroud. I think C.J. Stroud is going to end up going number one overall to Carolina. I think he's he's my top quarterback in the draft. If he is there at number three, do they make a draft day move? Like, it, I don't foresee him being there. So it's really, really odd when you start now talking about potentially moving up to Arizona's spot because it has to be a team that feels good about a Will Levis or Anthony Richardson or a quarterback that you believe is going to be there still. Yeah, and you have to feel that there has to be value there, right? Like the, you're trading up for the third quarterback. You got to yeah. always you get but but care uh, but Arizona the, you just they're trading for the third overall pick, right? Cuz there's a lot of players that, you know, play defense in college football that went to Georgia that are very, very good or went to Alabama that are very, very good and can help your team. And that's usually when those guys start going off the board. So a lot of move, moving pieces, 
Let's talk about this, though. This is something that you brought up in our pre-show conversation. Is the Bears-Panthers trade that we just talked about a positive or a negative for the Titans' future at quarterback? I think it's a very good question. Is the Bears-Panthers trade that we just saw on Friday a positive or negative for the Titans' future at quarterback? Answer that question in the chat, and I will tell everybody about FBHP.com. That is Farm Bureau Health Plans. Plan on them for health, dental, and vision. 200-plus locations across the state of Tennessee. Man, do they help you out? They've helped me out. I love Farm Bureau Health Plans. All across the state, how it works is you call them up or you go online and you do a health assessment. You answer some questions. It doesn't take that long. And then they give you a quote. They give you a rundown of all the things that your plan provides. And for me, I saved 20% when I switched. That can happen to you. It was a no-brainer for me to switch my health plan. And it can be for you individually, your wife and kids. If you're just married, your single family household, it does not matter. It is the perfect plan for you. And they'll make sure that it's Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee. Look, we mentioned it earlier, it's bet MGM season. Because it's March Madness season, it is NCAA tournament season, it's time uh, for to, to go watch the big dance and to watch your favorite team. And right now, with bet MGM, you can place a $50 wager. That's a $50 wager on any team in the tournament to win the tournament, to, to be the NCAA tournament champions. And you get a $20 bonus bet if they make the semifinals. So find that team, that blue chipper that you think is making that run to Houston in the final four. You uh, place a $50 bet on them to be your national champion. And as long as they make it to the semifinals, that's a $20 bonus bet. That's a good feature. That's why BetMGM is the king of sports books. It's why I will be using them for the entire tournament season and the entire month of March. And it's why you have to go to the BetMGM app and BetMGM.com. Uh, to get that promotion today. All right. Is the Bears-Panthers trade a positive or a negative for the Titans' future at quarterback? Really good question. Let's go to the chat and see what everybody else thinks. Uh, let's see. MK says negative. Steven says positive. Positive is there from Eric. Guy says negative. So you know it's a good question. when We've had positive, negative, negative, positive, right? Right there. <laughs> Neither uh, doesn't affect us. Deshaun, you got to play the game. You you have to pick an answer because I think it does regardless. It can be negative or positive. I definitely think in some form or fashion it does affect the Titans because look who picks second overall. I mean, I, I so I, I disagree with that. Negative from Brandon. Titan up says positive. Positive from Jason. Now they don't have to settle. Negative because that's more less uh, trade partner for Tannehill. Uh, Nick says positive Texans Colts may not get the quarterback that they want. Negative from Will Dotson. So does CJ say, say that. Negative from Pistol Ramsey. Positive from Zach. It took a quarterback option away from them. Both that get to pick before the Titans do at 11. Brent says positive. Big 10 Jeff says negative because the Colts are going to take no one and uh, – Take, I think that's Mayo uh, from next year. Uh, C Dub says negative. Uh, oh, that's Drake May, excuse me. Uh, Matt says positive. Alonzo says uh, positive. 
Dylon says positive. Rather have Le Levis slash Stroud or Young than Young and Stroud in the AFC South. So talking about the impact of who they'll be playing in the future, negative right now for Titans in truth, positive from Rodgers. So I think this is a mixed bag. I think this is, means that it's a good question. Sam, do you believe that this is a negative or positive when it comes to the Titans' future at quarterback? Yeah, I, I feel pretty strongly that this was a huge negative for the Titans at like their future at quarterback, I, Zach, I think it puts them in a, a really tough spot of almost being in purgatory moving forward, because look, it, if they're not moving up in the draft to get somebody and, and Aaron Rodgers to New York feels like he's either going to be a New York jet or retire at this point. Like that's kind of the, the vibe around the league regarding Aaron Rodgers. If they're not going into a complete rebuild mode a tank mode if you will Ryan Tannehill is going to be the quarterback in Tennessee in 2023 that that's seeming more and more evident uh, as things start to play out here and with Ryan Tannehill at quarterback not only are you uh, continuing with the same sort of like mediocre to good starting quarterback quality but I, I don't think they're going to lose enough games to be in a position to get one next year either like Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill staying on this team uh, with Mike Vrabel as the head coach and some of the pieces they have on defense is going to be good enough to win another seven games at minimum, right? Like they're not going to just lay down and be one of the worst few teams in the NFL. So when I start to look at the Titans future at quarterback, I see Ryan Tannehill for this year and asking this same question again, next off season, which I think is a problem, right? Nobody's satisfied with the level of quarterback play that has been in Tennessee over the last few years here I mean Tannehill has has shined at times but uh, really ultimately let them down down the stretch of these seasons and uh, you want to take that next step I don't foresee it happening in the near future given where they're currently at in terms of talent level roster construction and then the lack of like high-end draft capital to go get a guy so I'm going to take a different approach on this Sam and I'm going to say it is a positive and my thought process, it starts with who the Bears traded with. Now, the top quarterback in this draft is not going to be in the AFC. The top quarterback in this draft is not going to be in the AFC South. They could, the Bears could have traded with the Colts. The Colts could have jumped the Texans, and the top two quarterbacks then would have been in the AFC South with Trevor Lawrence, and then now it is a massive negative, right? Because the Titans are, you know, you've got three different young quarterbacks. Probably two out of the three are going to hit. I guarantee one out of the three are going to hit. And Trevor Lawrence may have already hit, right? So yeah. I look at that, and that was a huge thing that was avoided for the Tennessee Titans. But here's why I think it is a positive. I agree with you, Sam, that it is looking more and more like Ryan Tannehill is going to be on the Titans for one more year and, you know, complete the final year of his contract. Derrick Henry, until we see otherwise, will be in the final year of his contract. Sam, this is a positive for the future Titans quarterback because of what I said last week. And what I said last week was, now Rand Carthon 
will buy his time and concentrate on building on the offensive line. And the offensive line will ultimately help the future of the Titans quarterback situation. It may not be drafting a guy in the top five next year because of the things that you said, but now you can restructure and really put your money that you just cleared up and your draft capital, whether it's a first, second, or third round that you can get value and start building your offensive line for the future. So when you do go get your quarterback in the next two years, three years, he'll be protected. He won't be running for his life because Dennis Daly is blocking on the left side of the line. So that's my glass half full philosophy on why they didn't trade it to the Colts. You avoid that. The Panthers are going to get either Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. I don't think that Levis or Richardson will go one. I'd be surprised if they go two. And so that takes another guy off the board and out of your conference that could be a generational talent. Could be a generational talent. That's the key. Nobody knows. But Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Joe Burrow are all generational talents, right? And all drafted fairly high in the draft. But this now gets Rand Carthon to build a structure around an offense, I believe, the way that you do it correctly. And that is not going to sign out or, and not a shade to you, but not going to sign Orlando Brown Jr. on a multi-million dollar Ooh. deal to, <laughs> to, to just supplement your left tackle position because you're in a bind. You draft a left tackle. You groom a left tackle. You go through your left tackle's rookie contract and then you give him a bigger deal like they did Taylor Lewan, like they did Michael Ruse, like they did Brad Hopkins. And you have your left tackle that you've really saved money on because you've drafted him for 10 years, for a decade. Like that's your best case scenario. So that's my philosophy. That's what I think Rand Carthon is probably thinking now that he can't draft number one overall. Yeah, I mean, I do think you make a, a good point. Like, obviously, with, with the AFC South missing out, I, I think that is something to celebrate. Like, Jim Irsay, I, I don't – I'd like to think he's not too happy right now. Maybe if he – maybe he's fine because, you know, he chose not to trade up and give up the extra capital to go and get the guy. But, I mean, sitting there, at, at you know, with a top four pick, he had said publicly, we need to go get ourselves a good young quarterback, and that's why we're hiring Shane, and that's why we're making all these moves. And now you're looking at maybe Indianapolis having their third or fourth selection of quarterback in the draft. Like, I'm not sure they even take one at that point. And, Indian, uh, and Houston, obviously, uh, you know, depending on how they assess them, they could miss out on their guy too. Like, those are positives. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Zach, it comes down to the conversation that we had the other day where, where you kind of believe in this building the roster around the quarterback before the quarterback gets there so that they're in a better position to succeed. Uh, my argument would be to look at some of these guys that have shined recently in the Jalen Hurts's and in the Joe Burrows and, and, you know, the examples that they have of being thrown into the fire and supplementing afterwards like having joe burrow as the starting quarterback in cincinnati he got thrown into the fire he got hurt because of it they lost a lot of games then they were able to get him jamar chase and more help along the way 
uh, kind of the same thing with Jalen Hurts. They weren't always great, and they had better draft picks because of it, and they continuously, you know, accrued future assets. I just – I think there needs to be a higher standard for Titans quarterback play, and right now they're not doing a commitment one way or another. I would agree with you that, like, doing this future offensive line build for a future quarterback would make sense – but to me, it doesn't make sense when you are keeping Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill as your main guys in your offense. Well, like, they're stuck between a rock and a hard place, Sam. They, they, they why? I don't think why? why? Because they, because John Robinson signed the contract to Ryan Tannehill. So they can't but, get out of that deal. If nobody wants Ryan Tannehill in the last year of his deal and the cap hit that you have to take, plus the Titans would have to pay some of that salary. That's usually how the trades work. If nobody is willing to take Ryan Tannehill, the Jets are on the cusp of Aaron Rodgers. All the other quarterback needy teams are going for young QBs. They can't get out of it. They are stuck in a corner. So, Sam, you are like me. I've been screaming from the rooftops that the Titans need another quarterback besides Ryan Tannehill, but they can't. They, you talk about purgatory. They, they can't get out of the contract. Which is why this is bad to me, though. Like, you could have gone up and gotten a guy now – and yeah, it would have cost you some picks. Yeah, it would have cost you like it, you know, a king's ransom. Oh, so you're saying the Titans up. should have been the Panthers? Why not? But uh, the, but, but you're competing, right? I, yeah, I I agree. I actually think that the Titans had conversations with the Bears. I, I believe think so that. too. And, and I like, but the, the but the but the Panthers had better deal. So ultimately, the Bears decide. The Bears decided, whoa, DJ right. Moore is a talent you really can't pass up on. And the Bears have not helped their offense, I don't think, ever in general in the history of the Bears. Now they're finally, they've drafted a quarterback. They they traded for, for Claypool last year. They've got Mooney. They've got now DJ Moore. They've got 80-plus million dollars in, the, in, in salary cap room. So I, I think the Bears decided that, not – that had nothing to do with the Titans. I just, I think my main point with the Titans this entire offseason has, has been simply they need to be committed one way or another. You need to be all the way in and prepared to clear as much money as possible, be a, as aggressive in free agency as possible, stack these veterans and try and do it all with Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry next year. Or you need to be all the way out and you need to be willing to go maybe move to go get the young quarterback. You need to be willing to move on from Tannehill and Henry and be willing to lose a lot of games if that's what it takes for next season to have a guy that is your guy that ran can then build up a, a team around. So like the, the reason I say this is a negative is because. I don't think anybody is going to go into next season confident that the Titans will either make the playoffs or, you know, make a run. I mean, we'll see what they do in free agency. Maybe they blow us away, but uh, I, I'm not getting the vibe that they're preparing to be big spenders and outspend some of these teams that are on the cusp of contention here. So like if you're not going to be excited and feel confident that your team can make a push, then you're just mired in mediocrity for another season you're going to stick at eight and nine. You're not going to have a top draft pick. You're it's just bad. It's bad news all the way around. And like, I'd rather have direction right now. I don't feel like the Titans have any sense of direction or where they're going. Well, they, so I've got a question for you based on what you just said. And 
what this week is going to represent for the Titans. Cause you know, something's probably going to happen in the next two days, you know, officially starts the 15th, but there's tampering period. So like things are going to start moving. We already kind of saw that. So uh, I'm going to ask you a quick question. Then we'll talk about Jeffrey Simmons, but first, you guys, you guys are filling out a bracket. Everybody's filling out a bracket. Sammy filling out a bracket. Oh, I'm filling out a bracket. I, I'm, I'm filling out a bracket too. A bracket. Right, and I just put the link right there in the chat. Play.runyourpool.com/slash a to z. Play.runyourpool.com/slash a to z. That's where you need to sign up. That is our official pool that we're doing this season. And it is through runyourpool.com. So play.runyourpool.com slash A-T-O-Z. It's very easy. Sam, I signed up this morning. It is like the easiest thing that you can do. You like, you you put your email in, you create a password, you put your name in, and boom, you're there. Like, it is simple. So we've made it very simple for you to jump in. I think 80 people, uh, 80 plus people have already signed up. So we're off to a good start because we hadn't even promoted it yet. This is the first time that we've talked about it. But join our pool and run your pool as prizes, including they've got Amazon gift card prizes. They also have TVs that are they're giving away. I mean, they've got you hooked up right here. This is a cool deal. They've got Amazon gift cards. So 6014 bracket, fill out your pool. It's the A to Z official pool, runyourpool.com. So play.runyourpool.com slash A-T-O-Z. I put the link right there. In the chat, sign up today, you know, mark it, text it to yourself so you can sign up later, do whatever you can. But we'll be pr- promoting this all the way up until Thursday when games get tipped off. Let's say you are a big college basketball fan. Let's say you have a team that you're riding with this March. Let's say when you are looking at that bracket and filling it out in our pool, you just kind of get a hunch about a certain team that you trust to cut down the nets. Well, Go to BetMGM, ride that team in BetMGM and place a $50 wager on them to be the national champion. $50 on any team in the bracket to cut down the nets in Houston, and you will get a $20 bonus bet as long as they make the semifinals. So maybe you just want to take a blue blood. You take one of the one seeds that you trust will kind of be kind of be around, hanging around towards the end of it all. Well, go ahead place $50 on them to uh, win it all. And it, they will give you a $20 bonus bet as long as they make uh, the semifinals. That's BetMGM and BetMGM.com. One of the many reasons they are the king of sportsbooks and why both uh, Zach, myself, Austin, we will be using BetMGM this March when we start to watch this bracket unfold. That's right. A to Z Sports, I'm Zach Bingham. He is our Titans reporter, Sam Phelan, on this Monday morning. Sam, so are you saying that – Do you what, what do you think this week will represent for the Titans? This week is round – it's like the first wave of free agency, right, where all the big players get off the books. What do you think this will represent now that the Titans are not going to have the number one overall pick? They haven't traded away Derrick Henry yet. They haven't signed Jeffrey Simmons yet. We're going to talk about that here shortly. Ryan Tannehill presumably will be the quarterback as of now. As Rand Carthon said, he's the quarterback. He's under contract. What do you think this week will represent for the Titans in this first wave of free agency? Well, I think this is uh, just the, I guess my prediction would be there was going to be some turnover. And, and this week, the Titans are going to, 
assemble a lot of supplemental talent that I think have the skill set Mike Vrabel identifies as being helpful to run his system. I think he's trying to help Ryan Tannehill and help Derrick Henry by getting players that have a level of physicality, a level of speed, uh, guys that fit into his scheme and his system well that he's probably going to run and run back with Tim Kelly. It'll probably be a very similar looking offense with different people in it. Um, uh, and I, I think that is the mission for Rand Carthon and Mike Vrabel right now in free agency is finding out what guys can best run what they're trying to do next year, knowing that you'll have Ryan and Traylon and, and Derek in your offense. Uh, and then similar things on the defensive side, right? You have to figure out what you're doing at linebacker. You probably have to add a complimentary pass rusher. We talked on Friday about potentially another corner uh, and your need for some depth and stability over there. Uh, but I, I mainly think it will be them not playing in the, they're, they're not going to be diving into the deep end here. They might be playing in the kiddie pool or over in, in the shallow part, part, just trying to find the right fits and the right scheme fits that kind of go into what, what Vrabel's trying to do. Less splash. Yeah. yeah a lot less splash. And, and I think some of them can be really good signings. I mean, if we go over the names that I brought up to you on Friday show, like, there were some good pieces there that it would not be splashy or flashy, but are, you know, would help them win more games. Now, I don't particularly believe that that is something that will be good for them long-term to do that right now. But I do think that's where they're at in terms of free agency. Cause they're, they don't have enough money to play and outbid teams like the bears and all of these other teams with, with big needs that are going to outspend everybody else. Yeah, I think uh, I don't completely disagree with you in what their philosophy is. This is what I think their philosophy should be this week. They need to find players that will help the quarterback after Ryan Tannehill. And that's really hard because you don't know who that quarterback is. But Rand Carthon has got to figure it out with Mike Vrabel. What type of offense? Because offense is the problem, Sam. We know yeah. it. That's the problem. That's the issue. The offense was dreadful last year. Be it injury or not, the year before the offense wasn't very good. Now in 2020 it was, but all the most of those players are gone, right? The wide receiving core is not close to being the same, right? The offensive line is not close to being the same. They've got to figure out what style of football Rand Carthon and Mike Vrabel want to play in the next five to six to seven yeah. years with and the next this, guy. And how with do you get started guy. this week? Yeah, no, I, that that's a great point, right? Like I don't know if that's what will happen. I, I think there's a lot of people that have speculated. There's going to be a lot of one year deals and a lot of like shorter term contracts to kind of fit into the current window of your roster. Uh, and if that's the case, I think that's pretty underwhelming given like where the Titans are and it might make them better this season. But then it goes back to what I mentioned about like you're stuck, you're mired in this mediocrity window right now. And, and so I, I do think it's a really good point of figuring out what is the identity of this team three years from now? Who is the ideal quarterback? That was one of my big time questions, right? When asking, do you keep Ryan Tannehill or not? It's well, who is your ideal quarterback three years from now? And how do you get there? You also have to ask who's going to be around that guy three years from now. Now, if there's that fit out there, that makes all the sense in the world. But uh, I think you'd be 
I, I hard pressed to find somebody that you think will will help the next quarterback drastically and actually come at a not a premium price that they probably don't want to pay. Before we get to our Jeffrey Simmons question, Malachi brings this point up, which I think is valid, but I actually kind of have a retort to this. My fear, Malachi says, is Ran saw the 49ers go as far as they did with a third-string quarterback and think it's not important of a position. And the thing that I would combat with that, Malachi, is the difference is they had Trent Williams protecting that quarterback. They also had George Kittle and Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey. The well, Titans don't have any of those guys that represent any of those guys. And the 49ers also moved up a, like a historic amount to go ahead and draft Trey Lance at the third overall pick. So, I mean, that was a, a big time risk, but it was the 49ers saying, we're in a spot that we've built a lot of this around our team. Now it's time to go get a guy. Trey Lance hasn't worked out so far with a lot of injuries being the main reason right now. Uh, but ran when he was in San Francisco, John Lynch showed the type of aggression that I think Titans fans would like to see out of their front office here to go and identify who your future quarterback is that you want. And then, you know, move heaven and earth to go get him. Once you have the rest of the roster built around him, it just so happened that despite it not working with Trey Lance, the rest of that roster has been good enough to succeed with both Jimmy Garoppolo and Brock Purdy in recent years. Yeah, you're absolutely right. All right. Jeffrey Simmons. We saw what happened with Cameron Payne yesterday. Bring on, or excuse me, Deron Payne. I don't know why. Yeah, we got to, yeah. You're, you're stuck in basketball mode, man. You've been watching too much basketball here. I, I, I mean, I have, and I, I've been hot, but I, I, yeah, excuse me. That, that is on me. Uh, but bringing the pain right here, Commanders locking in Deron Payne four years, $90 million. This is huge because what this represents is Payne. $22.5 million per year. Aaron Donald makes 31. So Payne is second. DeForest Buckner makes 21 per year. Chris Jones makes $20 million per year. And Payne's teammate, Jonathan Allen, makes 18. The Washington Commanders have allocated now $40.5 million per year to their two defensive tackles that is wild the titans have jeffrey simmons lurking no social media related to the tennessee titans he has pulled the trick he's played his game this year he's played but this is a new offseason so what we are asking should the titans sign Jeffrey Simmons to a contract extension if they're going to not the candy but now or later those are your two choices in the comment section now or later should they start this free agency off with a bang and locking up Jeffrey Simmons like Payne was locked up in Washington or should they wait till afterwards I think this is also a good question for today's show I'm curious to hear what everybody has to say what I have to say is about the, uh, excuse me, Wilson County Hyundai. Wilson County Hyundai is, they've got everything that you need. That's what I can say. WilsonCountyHyundai.com, quick trip down I-40, exit 236. The all-new Palisade, which is a full-size SUV, third-row seating, is a perfect family car. They also have the Sonata, which is a four-door sedan. 
They've got the Elantra, the Tucson, the Santa Fe, your fleet of vehicles that you can go through and look and find your perfect make and model. I know it's going to be a Hyundai. You've just got to search and test drive it. If you don't like fuel-efficient cars, which is wild to say, but you can get a battery-powered vehicle, which is the Ionic. Get hooked up today with Pain Bone, family-owned and operated, like I said, at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, and uh, right now on BetMGM, it's a great time to sign up because March is here. The bracket is here, and it's time to start thinking about who's cutting down the nets in Houston. So find a team that you're backing. Maybe that's Purdue. Maybe that's Houston. Maybe it's Alabama. Maybe you're sticking in the hometown vibe and you're rolling with the Tennessee Volunteers or maybe, just maybe, somebody out there is trying to support your boy Sam and is riding the Illinois Fighting Illini all the way from a nine seed to cutting down the nets in Houston. Whoever it is, that is your pick. Place a $50 wager on them to win the NCAA tournament on BetMGM. And if you pick them to be the national champion and they make the semifinal you'll get a $20 bonus bet. So that's $50 on a future national champion and a $20 bonus bet as long as they make the semifinal. This is why I love BetMGM, especially this time of year. This is why they are the king of sports books and why you need to visit BetMGM.com and the BetMGM app today. All right, we're asking the question now or later when it comes to Jeffrey Simmons. And uh, the chat, I hear you out. I will tell you the details of Payne's contract. So Deron Payne signed a four-year, $90 million contract, got a $28 million signing bonus. The average salary per year is $22.5 million. Total guaranteed is $59 million. So you saw the reports that they rounded up to $60 million. That's a ton of money. It's a four-year deal, and there they do it. There is a potential out after the third year. So I think this matters because if the Titans are going to sign Jeffrey Simmons, whether it's now or later, this is probably going to be pretty close to what Jeffrey Simmons is going to be asking, if not more. I think around the league, Jeffrey Simmons is considered a better defensive tackle than Deron Payne. And so that's eye-opening. Sam, I'm going to send you to the chat. Let's see what they have to say on should the Titans sign Jeffrey Simmons to a contract extension now or later? Now or later, Steven says now. Honky Tonk says now. Deshaun, tighten up. Jason, Jay, Deborah, Mark, Lane, Wesley all coming in with now. Tank says right now. Not another minute going by. You need to sign him right now. Daff and Corey say now. Dylan says now the price is only going to rise. Xavier says later, uh, five years, 130 with 90 million guaranteed. Xavier is uh, doling out Amy Adams Strunk's money like no business here, man. <laughs> easy to say. Easy to say when it's not uh, your $130 million, but I guess that's what uh, fans do here. This is what we talk about all the time this time of year. Titans Kyle says now, uh, Vince says now being before the draft. So maybe not right this second, but sometime before the draft. Uh, Big Dog says now, CJ says now, Sam says now. This is all now here. And then Nick comes in with our first later saying after June 1st is when they should wait to sign him. After June 1st. Uh, Jimmy says no, wait until the season. Demario says now. Pistol Ramsey says now he'll be worth it. 
Uh, no more draft day surprises, says Jay, who wants it done now. Right now, today from James, the earlier the better from Pauly D. Not now, but right now, Titans in Truth. Now from Billy Jones. Uh, later, after, for Rob Wright. Now for Ken. Now for Maserati Mac. Now with $25 million per year, says Alonzo. Later, says Michael Kennedy. Zach, this is uh, interesting. So, it, like, now is the argument for getting him locked up. But is there an argument to be made for later here? What, what do you think here? I think there is an argument made for later if you have targeted free agents that you want to spend that money right now, right? And you'll figure it out. You know, maybe you can clear some up, some more money up once you sign these free agents based on the structure. If you have a plan, which I assume that Vrabel and, and Rand have a plan. If you have targeted free agents heading into this week and, you know, I'll kind of step back and kind of talk about how the free agency period works. You've got a big board. This is usually how general managers work. You got a big board and you're targeting and calling agents to see if there's interest from this type of player. And if there is, sometimes you hit. Sometimes players, ah, they grew up Bud Dupree in Kentucky, want to go back closer to home, you know, so they're more willing to talk to you. It's all unique. Sometimes it's all about money. It doesn't really matter. It's, it's if you're paying and so if you are targeting so you know two or three of the, your top guys and they're all interested, you got to prioritize them because Jeffrey Simmons is still under contract. Now, I don't think he will play a snap without a new contract, but that I think would be justified for later, but that's not my answer. My answer is, and Sam, I kind of set you up because I asked you what you thought this week would represent. And you said it wouldn't be as splashy, right? I think the big splash is probably going to be Jeffrey Simmons. And then all the other stuff are going to be complimentary around that splash. And Ooh. so you're going you're gonna to concentrate on the offensive line. You may add a wide receiver free agent, which this class is not very good, right? Uh, you may add... You know, you may reside David Long Jr., right? So there's a couple of resigns, but I think the big splash is going to be Big Jeff cannonballing back into the Titans franchise because that is some rumors that we have not heard. We have not heard to date that they're shopping Simmons or they don't want Simmons. And honestly, what I will say from what I've heard inside the facility is that Rand and Jeffrey Simmons have started out with a good relationship. Yeah. Um, and I think from what I hear from that inside the facility, that makes me think that there's value there. Uh, that's my opinion. I agree with the chat. I think it's now. Yeah, I no doubt. I definitely think Rand and, and uh, Jeffrey Simmons have gotten off to a great, start to their relationship. I, I think Rand has taken the time and been very intentional about building up that, that bond with him. I think Simmons will be a Titan and, and that this deal will get done. I've said before that I think they will have learned from the AJ Brown deal and, and make sure that this guy doesn't get out of the building. Uh, I think if there is an argument for later, it's 
if the Titans, and I'm not saying I think they should do this, but if the Titans are considering moving him for dra- draft day type of but Sam, scenario, what is that? Like, now that the number one pick is off the board, I, I right. don't, I don't no. see in any way, especially with A.J. Brown being traded last year, the Titans it's itself sabotage if they draft these players that are generational talents and they keep trading them away. That I, I just uh, now that the number one pick is off the board, I don't think Jeffrey Simmons can be justified to be traded because the Texans are going to take a quarterback, the Panthers are going to take a quarterback, and you can't give up Jeffrey Simmons for the third best quarterback. I totally agree. No, I'm just saying like that would be the argument for why like their perspective would be to potentially wait. From the Titans' perspective, you have to try and get a deal done now. Like you want to jump this market as much as possible. The longer this goes, the more Deron Payne type contracts that go out there, the more that number rises. Like I had Simmons mocked at 22 million a year. I don't think that number's realistic anymore. I think it's going to be closer to 25 because uh, he's better than Deron Payne. He's more proven than Deron Payne, and uh, he's got a lot more leverage than Deron Payne did. So uh, I think 25 per year is where you're maybe looking at right now. I don't think it happens soon, though, and the reason I don't is because I don't think it benefits Jeffrey Simmons to get a deal done soon. Like, if you're if you're Jeffrey Simmons, why not wait, let the market set like set itself high, uh, and then kind of come in on top of it? We know he's can be viewed as kind of that second to third best defensive tackle, right? Like it's it's Aaron Donald, it's Frank Clark, it, it's jeffrey simmons right so you know if if you're coming in right at the top of that market then maybe that's a higher number and you've got every reason to sit back and wait and get more leverage as you go jeffrey simmons strikes me as a guy who just wants to get a deal done have the stability and move forward he doesn't strike me as a guy like aj brown that's going to listen to tory dandy and say i'm shutting off my phone bye you know, I we're don't not know. talking anymore. I, I just, I, I don't, I, I, he doesn't seem, he seems like that he's more willing to work and have conversations and not shut down. And AJ Brown obviously did what he did. But any player wants the maximum value. You want the biggest deal. Right. So well, like Derek it, Henry, look at Derek Henry when he signed his contract. It was not maximum value, even though he was the maximum player. Well, but that, it goes to the personality. Derrick Henry and Jeffrey Simmons are very similar. Uh, that's why I expect it to get done. A.J. Brown is nothing like those two. Uh, yeah, but Simmons has also been, like, to, I guess part of that personality, too, is he's been very hands-off with this deal. He, he's tried to stay as far away from it as possible and has said, any questions to my agent? I don't know. To my agent, I want to play in Tennessee. Talk to my agent. If you're deferring to your agent, well, the agent's job is to get his client as much money as possible. So if Jeffrey Simmons team that he's put together, believes he gets more money by waiting, that's true. But I mean, if they can advise, right. So if they strongly advise, Hey, Jeff, let's wait a month. Let, let's this, let this market kind of uh, set itself. And then we'll come in on top of that. Uh, There's a chance that for his camp, right. It makes the most sense to wait. And maybe Jeff overrules them and says, I want it done. I want to be in Tennessee. Let's do it now. Uh, but I think that would be, you know, uh, he would have to kind of go out of his way to step in there. Um, and so far, what I've seen from Jeffrey Simmons is he's trusting his team. 
We'll find that out. Uh, one lunchbox comment that I didn't get to earlier from Andre says the Titans need the Raiders to trade to three or for Ryan Tannehill. The Raiders also need a quarterback. You got to think about that. And they are ahead of the Titans or Atlanta to trade for Tannehill. They're not going to do that. I think that they're going to stick with Ritter, who they drafted last year and develop him now that Mariota's gone. And position for a quarterback next year, and Tannehill prevents that. I think that's what we kind of discussed earlier is that Ryan Tannehill definitely prevents, because of his veteran leadership, his ability to win, you said, seven games, and that's not going to put you in a position to draft a top quarterback. Andre also says, if Dupree is post-June 1st, we will do it then. And I think Simmons, I believe he's talking about Simmons there. Yeah, but I think we've kind of established Bud Dupree is not post-June 1st. He will be released March 15th, and so they will not be taking the additional savings. Zach, the other thing, too, that, you know... Schefter reported that last week. Yeah. The the other thing, too, that we didn't even bring up regarding the trade that's just kind of popping into my mind now, and it's a whole other conversation that we don't have to get into, but something to think about. Chicago could trade down from number nine, but if they even if they stick at number nine, that's a team that is likely going to take a left tackle or a, a, an offensive lineman, right? So now the Titans at 11, uh, they don't have their pick uh, of which offensive line you want. Like there was a good chance when you look at this draft order that Philly was taking a defensive back, Carolina might take a defensive player or a quarterback, you know, like there are some of those top defenders in that five to eight range with Tyree Wilson and Miles. So you're Murphy saying go, and, you may have to trade with Atlanta to jump because the, the, the Raiders are going to get a quarterback. You might have to, if you want your fair, like your pick of offensive line and there's somebody that's jumping out to you, you might have to go to Atlanta. And if there isn't one, or if there is one and you can't go up and Chicago takes him, you might be in more of a trade back situation now, because like, I think the bears are, are really good candidates to take offensive line. Like that's the other big need that they need to surround Justin Fields. And so not if only the Titans you... trade back, <laughs> that's going to send this fan base in a frenzy. Oh, I, I, I've been saying, I think it's what they should do, but uh, you know, it, because I don't think there's a slam dunk O lineman, but I, it compares Johnson juniors there. You have to take them. I mean, if they assess him that way, yeah, if they think he's the he, top, he, top guy, to I, I think Peter Skaronsky is also a name that, like, he's might be more of a, a guard, but you could use a guard at this point. So, I mean, but that, but that's the that's the thing, right? So what if Chicago takes Paris Johnson at, at nine, and now you're stuck at 11 without your top O-lineman on the board? That's panic mode. So uh, things got a little bit hairy here with, with this trade where – it cuts off your path to a quarterback and potentially could cut off your path to getting the first left tackle off the board too. Lots to talk about and lots to see. It's Monday. So we'll keep our eyes on Twitter to see what happens and what dominoes fall. Now it's time for Ask Me Anything. This Ask Me Anything is for the chat. I know what you're working with, Sam. You know what I'm working with, but this is for the chat. And I also will will talk about on the other side about our pool, our bracket that we're doing, and put that link in the in in the comments. But tell everybody about the Bone and Joint Institute, if you would. 
The Bone and Joint Institute is the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. That's boneandjointtn.org. Whenever you get hurt in life, you know where you can turn and you know who you can trust. That's the Bone and Joint Institute. The Bone and Joint Institute is located in Franklin with over a dozen specialists who can help you through any type of injury. They have a state-of-the-art facility, a rehab facility on campus to help you with your recovery, and everything is under one roof to make it as convenient of an experience as possible. That's a clinic, that's testing, imaging, surgery, rehab. It's all at the same place. So go and schedule an appointment at boneandjointtn.org. It is these sports were powered by BetMGM, but don't forget play.runyourpool.com slash A-T-O-Z. I put that link in the comment. Sign up for our pool. We've already got 80 plus uh, members and we haven't even started promoting it so we've got a good a good basis we're starting pretty well but this includes prizes includes amazon gift cards i mean they've got a ton of stuff that's who we're running our pool through this year welcome to the home of competition that is runyourpool.com slash atoz put that link pinned in there sign up after the show uh please do that and also sign up and download betmgm Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports. We love BetMGM, and you should love BetMGM too. Place a $50 wager on any team to win the tournament and get $20 bonus bet if they make it to the semifinals. So there's a little justification to get you in the action right there on BetMGM. Download the app today. It's time for Ask Me Anything, Sam. And this is a simple question. And am I going to judge people? Yes, I am going to judge people. Oh, come on. (laughs) uh, Based on their answer on what this is. But the question is, are you a Mac or a Windows person Mm. when it comes to your computer, right? Mm. Do you prefer Mac or Windows? So some, some people have Windows for work, but they prefer Mac. This is what do you prefer? Do you prefer Mac or Windows? Now, I will say, and this is why I knew what you were, uh, Sam, is you're a Mac guy because our company is Mac-based. Um, I'm a, I, I'm an Apple guy. Uh, you are an Apple yep. guy, it sounds like. Is that correct? Yeah, iPhone, Mac, AirPods. It's, it's Apple across the board. I have, I have the AirTags now. My girlfriend got me AirTags for Christmas, so I, I lose my wallet, you know, a little more than I probably should. The AirTag helps me out there. So that's another Apple innovation that is, that has crept its way into my daily life, being able to track my my keys and my wallet at all times. So let's go to the chat. Titans Cow says Windows, Trevor Windows. Wow, Windows, the three starting out, just Windows. Uh, Matt, uh, Matt says Mac, top tier goes Mac. Windows for Titan Up. Deshaun Washington goes Windows. Nate goes Windows. Mr. Cloud justifies his Windows for gaming PCs. Gaming PCs does need Windows. I will say that. Um, Mac there from ShamWow. Mac from Eric. Windows from Torrance. Nick says Windows. Don't be that guy. I I think don't be that guy that does Windows. Michael says Windows. I'm more of a Mac daddy there from Xavier. Windows, Windows, Mac what? all day from Tim. This is shocking. I thought it was going to be like 90 to 10%. Like Bork, I- uh, yeah, Windows. And I am going to try to roast the PC plebes right there. The, you know, 
I don't I, Karen Windows, CJ Windows, Orlando Windows, Rambo Windows, Jeff Windows. Oh my God, uh, MB Windows. This is the most shocking. Ask me anything. I think I've ever seen. Are you guys okay. Android people too? Like what? What are we Ty. doing here? Alex Windows ninety eight is a joke. Are we? It's are all we, about having Microsoft Office from Malachi. Mac is too limited. What are we doing, people? Mac is limited at what? I, I'm confused here. I really, I'm confused. Why? What is the hate for a Mac? Yeah, I find I've never be been as most, shocked as I am right now. Mac, Mac, it's the most user friendly, and I feel like it's less limited because, like, if you are Mac across the board, your ability to sync your devices is amazing. Like the fact that I can AirPlay my laptop to my television, like, that's sick. Like. <laughs> I'm trying to what restrict these are this says restricted. What is it restricted with? That that's kind of what I need the answer for. Mac is kind of expensive. Okay, fair fair con. Mac is expensive, but I mean, you know, got to pay for the. Uh, what about the Cyrus the virus? Windows can get virus. You got to download like Norti antivirus, right? Like, I mean, that I think was one of the selling points for Mac over all of these years. Is that like. You don't have to worry about that crap. Windows sucks, people. I mean, I, I'm going to say it. I and I may have you know pitchforks come at me and, and an army. I, I think hey, it's definitely. I'm, I'm going to get this, a little bit. Hey, this, but I say what I mean. Windows I blows, this. people. I can't believe that where you're working with Windows. That is awful. Uh, Daff says his wallet is restricted, which I guess uh, Again, that, that that is fair. The price I will take those nuts. But we're talking God. But I mean. Uh, again, unpopular, but reevaluate if you're working with Windows. You oh, like the, Dell too? Are you rocking a Dell? I had somebody. I'm not talking about a Dell the, the Singer. I'm talking about that crap computer Dell. Nick said, "Yeah, I because I asked about the Android. He said, "Yeah, he's Google Pixel Android for the win." What are we he's doing? He's the green bubble guy, man. <laughs> like, what are, I'm like, telling you, but I and I knew this. My, they were marching. I mean, I, I I've created. I, I'm I am I've beside done myself. What you should too. not do. <laughs> I'm beside myself too. I, I Zach, I genuinely feel like Windows people and Android people now are like one out of every ten. Like, I, all the group chats that I'm in. Do not have one person that like it is Apple across the board. I, I thought we were going to get a resounding. You kind of asked the question. I was like, I know. I, I thought it was rhetorical. I, I thought in, I thought I to myself, Matrix. I'm like Zach. Really, this is you're asking me anything? Duh. Everybody prefers Mac. And then here come the Windows just and, rolling in. And Karen is correct. Windows win. I, I I never thought that I would ever say that. Oh my goodness! Wow. wow. Well. If you have a Mac or a Windows, sign up for our, our pool, right? It doesn't it doesn't matter what you had. You you Android, go. sign up, run your pool. I posted and and um and tagged and pinned that. We'll talk about it throughout the week, but get your bracket set and be a part of our pool. Um, very exciting there. So uh, great show, Sam. This is the start of free agency week. We got a long week ahead of us. Yeah. We'll be locked on a to z sports.com. You've got some good content coming out this week along with our other a to z sports writers. We will see you bright and early tomorrow morning. Make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel, like the show before you go. So like this video if you're on Facebook, Twitch, or on YouTube. 
subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on Instagram, follow us on, on Twitter. This is the week that you got to get locked in. We're locked in. You got to get locked in. That's right here on, on A to Z Sports. We'll see you in the morning, 8 a.m. Adios.